for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Had somebody uh, that was helping, like, write, because writing's not really my thing. Sure. It never has been, but, uh, so I hired somebody that was helping me doing a lot of the writing and the reviews and all that stuff. And then she got a real job and couldn't afford, or she had to take that job and didn't have time to help me out because, yeah, I was paying her, but it wasn't, like, enough to compete with somebody with an actual budget and, you know, all that stuff. Um, gotcha. and so it, that just kind of fell off and I was like, you know what, maybe I could find a way to pull this off myself. And you kind of came in at that right time where it was like, we're doing this and that it just kind of became this headache because it, yeah, it, just, it was becoming a lot. So it kind of fell by the wayside again. I feel that I, so. I got, <clears throat> I was reached out to by a music blog to start writing articles and, um, which I'd love to do. Cause like there's a lot of bands especially in the philly scene like i'd love to support and promote but i was just like oh my god i don't know if i actually have time because <laughs> to answer your question it's everything's going well mm -hmm. um very busy right now um, i'm currently active with like five different projects including my solo and like two iterations so it's just my head's spinning <laughs> hey it's a good but, thing though staying busy is always good Oh, it's, it's wonderful. Anytime I get like a little overwhelmed, I just think back to like, you know, late March, early April, 2020, where it's like, yeah. this is what I've been waiting for. So. Yeah. I gotcha. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we're just going to kind of keep chatting here and, uh, I'll do a little brief intro. Uh, welcome everybody to the, uh, live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom quiet. Uh, and we have a returning guest. He was a guest just about no, it was a little more than a year ago. It was uh, during our pancreatic cancer uh, fundraiser. Uh, we have Jay Johnson, and uh, really excited to have him back on. He just released a new album. I because I know that we've been talking for a good minute here about uh, trying to get you on. I couldn't get it on my schedule, then you couldn't get it on your schedule, and then finally, I think it was yesterday, a couple days ago. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's make this yeah. work. I've got time on Friday or Thursday. Let's do it. So, uh, but excited to, to do things. Yeah. Right. And th that, that was kind of the whole idea of me taking back over the power of my podcast, because it was like, uh, like, especially back when you came on for the pancreatic fundraiser, it was just kind of like, here's my available dates. Whoever wants to take them, take them. And that was cool. Cause I got to meet a lot of new, interesting musicians but it was also I got to meet a lot of musicians that probably weren't ready for a podcast or you know so it was just kind of one of those things where it was like I gave up control met a lot of cool people but I gave up too much control so I need to take that control back so yeah sure that's that's kind of where we're at but um well, I wasn't one of those oh no 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 um obviously not we had you back so, um, yeah, uh, so really excited. Um, you're based out of Philly, if I remember correctly. 
Um, kind of refresh people since it's been almost a year, uh, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so again, kind of fairly based, um, since we last talked, I've been getting more and more involved in the Trenton and like kind of the New Jersey music scene as well. But, um, mm-hmm. I am a multi-instrumentalist, uh, active with a couple different bands, very sixties, seventies inspired, uh, guitar is my primary instrument, but, um, like on the album that I just put out, um, played over 20 different instruments so that was a really nice uh chance to do that um actually since we talked last too started playing with a couple new groups um so i'm playing bass in one band and lead guitar in another and and, and singing away and it, it, playing as many instruments as i can in another so mm-hmm. it's uh really love music really believe in just the power of community and uh really want to just spread sunshine and love yeah for sure it's always interesting because i there's a one of the guys that usually helps me when we're out doing like more in-depth stuff with a lot of mics and all that stuff he's in a similar situation where he's in like three or four different bands Mm -hmm. and i always or he's based out of roswell new mexico and I always tease him that he's the musical whore of Roswell, New Mexico, because every band that's ever existed, he's sat in for him or played for him for an extended period of time. And um, does I was he, play I, bass? he does. He well, that's does. That's what play, happens. Yeah. <laughs> he plays bass, and then he also plays uh, rhythm guitar. Okay. So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, I always ask him, it's like, how do you keep it interesting? And how do you remember all this music? Because it's like, it, I imagine it's tough enough to remember like music for one band, especially if they write a lot, but then add in two other bands. It's like, I don't know how you do it, but you know. <laughs> I just, uh, my one, my one new band is uh, called Mandy Valentine. And mm-hmm. we, on Sunday we were recording, um, which is great. I, I play bass with that band. Um, so, you know, you get you or throughout the course of a recording day, you just it's click track, drums, bass, like just yeah. booming in your ears. And then I played a solo show at a club called Ortlieb's, which is a pretty nice one in Philly. Mm. And that was with a new solo lineup that I've been kind of like dreaming about for a little while. Um, they're like, it, we did it as a five piece so there's like four guys i play with at this one jam session a lot but mm-hmm. got them up to speed on my tunes in like pretty much three days and i had that moment where like before people were coming in and we were waiting to sound check i was just like oh man i gotta switch gears completely forget all the songs we were just working on and think of the other ones because now it's time to sing and play a much smaller neck and uh sang and played guitar for that show but it went really well but it was just like at one moment i was just like guys i i just gotta like dance it out i gotta yeah. like shake it out and just kind of like almost like you're getting ready for a race if you're a runner or something you yeah know, just like get shake it out yeah you get you gotta do a mind shift almost yeah 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 luckily i was just going from like country rock to like sunshine rock so you take out a little twang and add a little bit of beach and you're there yeah uh, for sure for sure <laughs> um so we, we mentioned it a little bit uh a little bit ago but you just dropped a new album this is under your solo project correct mm-hmm. yep uh, um what's kind of the uh first off what's the name of the album like what's the story behind of it and all that sure. stuff 
So uh, the album's called Four Quartets, which is a reference to T.S. Eliot. I actually <laughs> played a show recently, and someone was like, I really like the album, but I was disappointed that I didn't hear any string quartets. And I was like, ah, it's just a, a series of poems. My, my dad was a really big T.S. Eliot fan growing up. He's mm -hmm. one of those guys who could just like recite verse off the yeah. top of his head. So it's when I conceived of the album, I wanted to do partially budget wise, but partially, you know, like theme wise and just time and all that. Um, four, four song EPs that were all themes and then they could be taken in their separate parts or like in summation, they'd be kind of just a bigger almost semi. I didn't want to put too, too much of myself in, but like a semi autobiographical story of my late twenties. Mm -hmm. Um, so Four Quartets was dropped uh, the middle of July, and um, it was kind of like my my COVID project. Um, my good friend, Maddie Clouser, who um, is the drummer in the band I was mentioning, Mandy Valentine, um, they drummed for this, and they did all the engineering. Um, nice. We, we had met um, my old band, The Pool Boys. We played a, a festival in Ambler, uh, Pennsylvania, which is like nearby um, Philly. Um, their old band, Secret Nudist Friends, still has good mm -hmm. music. I would highly recommend checking it out uh, online. Um, their old band, Secret Nudist Friends, it was Maddie and uh, Missy, who is also in um, Mandy Valentine. There's a lot of M-E names, Missy, Maddie, Mandy. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but so I had inst instantly, I mean, I've, I've been fortunate to play with so many different really talented bands around Philly, but they, Secret News Friends was a band where like when I saw them, I was like, oh, I want to be friends with these guys like right away. It's just like they had the vibe. They played a similar kind of music that I liked mm -hmm. and uh, we really hit it off. So that was in 2019. So fast forward to the pandemic, um, I was starting to write uh, the album and I was looking around at different studios and I knew that Maddie was looking to record some people because uh, they they run a studio and a, a venue and they're, they're, they're just really involved in like everything you can be in the Philly scene. Um, and so I reached out, we decided to, to try it together and. We, we did it so it was just this really fun project that with shutdowns and life drama and people getting COVID and just all this stuff it, it ended up stretching out to almost two years um but i ended up playing everything but the drums which maddie did uh the mutual friends uh mm. drums on one other song but uh it's just a really fun opportunity to uh to make it through the pandemic and because it would just be the two of us recording. Um, so it was nice, nice to be able to like not have to worry about bringing in a band. And at the same time, it's, you know, it's, uh, an interesting experience to be like the sole person behind it in a way. Yeah, and for it, sure. Um, it's, it's more fun to me to, to share that experience with the band because yeah. I'm, I'm into the communal aspect. Yeah. For, it, you know, secret nudist friends, that's a great name for a band. Is that a great? Yeah, they had it, major B-52s vibes. Um, nice. They had a couple different lineups, but when I had first seen them, Maddie and Missy were, they, they just had such good stage presence. And uh, I remember just being blown away because they had uh, a person named Deb on the bass at the time. Mm -hmm. And Deb and Missy's, like, just 
stage presence and energy was like completely different because that played bass and they were like super frenetic and like jumping around and just like this ball of energy and then missy was like super relaxed and like and then maddie was just like in between them and they all like played their instruments so well but it was just like this really cool dynamic so mm-hmm. nice. i'm happy in that you know uh mandy valentine was able to to come up because secret news friends is at least on hiatus but they they were a really good group yeah so for uh for your album uh four four quartets sorry Mm -hmm. i was trying to close a box and it was reopening i'm like no stop uh for for your new album uh four quartets you'd mentioned that that's uh a uh that was a pandemic project Mm -hmm. is this does that mean this all this music was written during the pandemic or it was just recorded during the pandemic mainly recorded during the pandemic mm-hmm. um i started writing it probably about november 2019 and okay. then uh the concept of the um the album as it was uh, kind of popped up right around the pandemic gotcha but then i ended up writing a love song which is the final song on the track that was like mm-hmm honestly a, a like a year-long process um during the pandemic and a couple other songs that were on the original lineup got scrapped um mm-hmm. so so some stuff was written but um yeah the love song was probably the longest uh longest thing yeah i gotcha now was it always the when you when you started like writing in late 2019 was it the intent to start working towards the album or were you just kind of in a phase of i need to make new music and whatever comes of it comes of it yeah it, it was um always kind of the idea of four four uh four songs four themes mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I have a really good music friend who uh, we got together right before the pandemic it was like late february or something of 2020 mm-hmm. And he was like, what? What if you do three three-song EPs? He was like, that'd probably be easier. I was like, no, it yeah. has to be this. It just, mm-hmm. like, to me, it just was like, because I, I love, like, concept albums. Like, I'm really mm-hmm. obsessed with concept albums. And, like, to me, three songs wasn't enough. Four songs still wasn't enough, but I kind of really fell in love with that format. Yeah. Because it's just long enough. And, you know, in, like, the modern day and age, like, people are busy, so... If you hit them with like a 15 to 20 minute ep it's like that's already asking a lot of them so yeah um but at the same time three is just it's like start middle end it's like the, i don't know you you need that little extra space to like get weird yeah for sure um so before we uh continue on with uh four quartets and talking with uh, jay johnson about his new music if uh, anybody watching live with us has any questions uh, just throw them in the uh, twitch chat there and i will do my best to uh field them and uh you know uh get them answered for you i do my best i promise so oh i think we lost them i heard the hiss go away hmm okay hold on a minute Hide on stream. There, there he is. Go. Okay. Sorry. It's funny because your other one is still on, so I had to like move your old. Yeah. So, but Sorry anyways, no, you're good. You're good. Um. So, anyways, uh, anybody that has any questions for Jay about his music or any of that stuff, feel free to throw them in the chat, and uh, I'll do my best to field those uh, 
field those questions. Uh, so moving forward with uh, four quartets, um, this is your first, like if just what I'm seeing is correct, this is your first full length album that you've released as a solo artist? Yeah, yeah, first serious one. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, why do you say your first serious one? Um, there, there was an album that I haven't really formally released, um, mm. called Kairos that I wrote back in like 2014 and, mm. uh, briefly I put it, put out some demos on YouTube and stuff, but you know, they're super unpolished and, uh, just messes. <laughs> yeah. So I've always kind of in the back of my mind been like, man, once I'm good enough to play Kairos, I'll do it, but okay. I don't know if I'm good enough yet. Gotcha. So the intent is to go back and hopefully re-record those or something? Yeah, yeah. And I, I ended up kind of like piecemealing some of the songs. Uh, one of the songs from there, My Ava, um, kind of became a, the, the biggest hit for my own band, The Pool Boys. And we, we played that for a while. And I, I still play that tune to this day because it's just kind of like a fun jam. But, yeah. Um, but to that end, it's like I've never wanted to release it formally because it's like I know where it's supposed to sit in the album. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. I got you. That's cool. So Four Quartets, uh, when did you uh, release the album? Because I know uh, that's roughly July when you wanted to... July 15th was when it okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's been almost a couple of months then since we've been trying to originally book this podcast. Holy cow, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm in Roswell. This isn't going to fly. Oh, th yeah. So, um, no, it's uh, then, this summer evaporated. I can't believe it's September already. Yeah, it's, it's been and busy, it, but man, it's long. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, and, it, and that was right around the time that I got COVID, too. That, oh, that was yeah. right around that time, so yeah, it's uh, it was insanity. I was like, yeah, but um, so Four Quartets is out, and it's been out for almost two months at this point. What's kind of been the feedback over the last few months? Um, honestly, really positive, which mm. has been really, really nice. Um, it that that put out a bunch of music with bands, and so mm. I'm kind of used to that process. But like to do this felt like a little more personal. It felt like I was kind of wearing my heart in my sleeve a little more. Mm. Um, and so to have people be like, "Oh, this is cool. I like this," has been just nice. And you know, it, it, I'll, I'll always hear all the problems. I mean, it's not a perfect album by any stretch, nor is anything. But it's like it's just nice to have people be like, "Oh, I like this," and it's like, "Oh, yeah. cool." Yeah. This makes me happy. It's like, thank God, that's exactly what I wanted to do. With this yeah. Whole stupid thing. <laughs> for sure. And did you release any uh, music videos for this album, or not yet? Um, okay. I, I I'm a big fan of weird indie music videos and like camcorder mm. stuff, but. Uh, similarly like i find that easier with bands it's kind of weird to be just the i think it just like anytime i've thought about it i feel like i'm gonna i don't know if you know our stevie Moore at all mm, a um, little bit I feel yeah. like i'm gonna be in that vibe where it's just like weird indie guy making videos of himself <laughs> and I, you know, not, he's a great guy i don't want to yeah. throw any flack but he can pull you, it you never know yeah you never know what's gonna f pop off and become super popular so yeah, especially but, with the white TikTok and all these short form uh, platforms are nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I have the the one song is "Lady of the Moon" and it's like a really relaxed kind of like folk psychedelic folk song. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was 
I, I really want to make a crappy like Ed Wood style like horror B movie in black and white of like the Lady of the Moon from Outer Space. It's like this yeah. giant that's blowing up the city and like you know just have this relaxed song while the the giant monster from space is blowing everything up beautifully, of course, because she's from the yeah. moon. But yeah, yeah, for sure, we'll see. Okay. That'd be cool, especially <laughs> like you know I'm always interested in watching and reacting to independent music videos because some people just go all out and it's amazing and it's perfect because they just had the right people in the right places at the right times and then you have some people that go for the moon and it's not quite there but they still release it because yeah we'll we'll just look kind of leave it there some people you know some people are born hot and they can just you know, hang out at a pool and like sing. I I wasn't born with that, so I have to make weird videos and have the Lady of the Moon blow up the city. <laughs> hey, I'm down. I you dig know. it. I got turned into a chicken in the one Pool Boys music video. That was fun. A chick? Oh, yeah, Maeva. This the song I mentioned. Uh, the Pool Boys released a video of that. I get turned into a chicken by a mad scientist who crashes in a UFO. It was at Halloween, and we were like, let's yeah. just put every Halloween movie together. I will have to go find this song and music video because my boss is obsessed with chickens. She has a whole chicken TikTok channel. So, yeah. It's yeah, at the a- time my hair was shorter and like puffier. So that we, the, my friends had, I was living out in Utah at the time and my friends had uh, chickens and the one had like feathers that just mm. shot out and it's like, oh, it's shaded chicken. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah, perfect. I'll make that. Yeah. We're in uh, Utah. Uh, St. George. Okay, nice. Yeah. Do you, I know, I know a couple of people that uh that are out in St. George. So, oh cool. That's, yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. We meant to go. Uh, so, back in tw- July of 2019, I like I don't know at what the time frame was you were out there, but uh, I lived there for a year in 2016. Okay, yeah. So in July of 2019, um. We did a trip where we went up to Montana. Well, I was living in New Mexico at the time, and we did a trip up to Montana, and we stopped in Salt Lake City. And on the way back, we were going to stop in St. George because one of the music... No, uh, a musician that used to come down to New Mexico a lot lived in St. George, and we wanted to do like a live acoustic set with him. And the only way we could do it is if we went to St. George, because anytime you came to New Mexico, it was like, dude, I got like four hours and then I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of those deals. Um, So unfortunately, it didn't happen because the same day that we were supposed to get there, a hurt. I was. uh, No, actually, I lived in Florida at the time and I drove to New Mexico and um I had to get back to Florida because there was a hurricane coming. And if I didn't get through the panhandle back to where I lived, I may not have been able to make it back home. That's always a great feeling, right? (laughs) Yeah. So it was like, my dad's calling me. He's like, Hey, where are you at? And I'm like, uh, we're in central Utah. He's like, when are you coming back to Florida? And I'm like two, three days. Uh, you need to head back to Florida now. And I'm like, okay why there's have you not been paying attention i'm like i've been in montana i have no cell signal like the fact that i'm talking to you right now is amazing (laughs) and he's like there's a 
pretty big hurricane. You need to be back in, uh, I lived in, uh, Tallahassee. He's like, you need to be back in Tallahassee by Thursday. And I'm like, okay, is that when it's supposed to hit land? And I'm like, he's like, yeah, Friday morning, but yeah. And so I'm driving through Mobile, Alabama as this hurricane is like approaching land and everybody's like, get off the roads. And I'm like, nope, I'm going like I am not stopping i'm getting across this bridge Just get out of my way and i made it it was fine nice. but anyways i so, loved uh my one friend had a similar to that uh yeah. short anecdote uh he had a friend that was moving from pa out to san diego to be part of the coast guard or like somewhere mm -hmm. uh but he was going through kansas you know and he's like yeah. driving and he's uh it looks and it's like oh man the storm the like the weather's getting kind of like a little sketchy the sky's getting dark he looks to the right and there's just like a tornado coming at him and so he's apparently he's just like bawling his eyes out just being like this is not how i die and just like floors it and just like yeah. uh I, I think about that story a lot where it's like oh man <laughs> this is not how i'm like, gonna go down I'm yeah. going to die in a blaze of glory, not by a stupid tortoise. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, So, uh, Four Quartets is out now. It's uh, on all streaming platforms, stuff of that nature. What's kind of the uh, plans moving forward uh, with your music? Obviously, you mentioned a couple times that you're in the studio with some other projects that you've been working with, but what's kind of the plan moving forward? Yeah, so um, Mandy Valentine, who I mentioned, we're probably putting out a single. Uh, we've been recording over the course of the summer. We, we played a ton of shows over the summer, which is wonderful, but um, we mixed in some recording with that. So mm -hmm. over the next couple of weeks, we're going to try to like finish up some of that. Um, single, we'll start with that, and then probably an EP album type mm -hmm. thing coming up mm -hmm. um, later in the year. Um, my band Three Yards to Dover. Um, we just finished recording a four-song EP, so first single from that will probably be out within the month or starting next month at this rate because nice. September's already flying. Yeah, um, it's already almost halfway through September, so I don't even want to think about it. Um, and then I've been writing like mad, um, so I've, I've been working on my next two albums. I'm not going to do okay. double albums this time. I'll probably do like eight to ten song. Um, albums, but I've been just kind of pursuing the the old Rick Rubin method a little bit, where you write yeah. two and a half albums worth of material for each, and then you yeah. chisel away. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I've been working on, and um, I'm actually going to get back into the studio next week to start that uh, with a single that I just debuted at the the show I just played on Sunday. Um, but it it was very well received. Um, nice. I believe in the song. It'll probably be a little more poppy and like it's on the upbeats too, which is kind yeah. of rare for me. I don't play, I've played in a reggae band before, but like I don't play like a ton of like the ska or the reggae, like that. But uh, yeah, but this one will be that. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, so that's coming up. Uh, we got a bunch more shows on the docket and just keep going, <laughs> keep letting the head spin and not let it spin too fast. You know? Yeah, for sure. You gotta you gotta stay level headed. Like I mean, especially when you're involved in so many different projects, it's like it could easy it could be very easy to get lost and just 
do this, spin spin the tires, and not really ever get anywhere. I, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to keep it all straight, but so far it's kind of working. So that's what I'm gonna keep yeah. trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, how, how do you how do you keep it all still very much interesting? I know. As far as like creatively, are you more creatively involved in projects than other projects, or how how do you kind of manage everything? Um, one big thing that helps is being able to or being a multi instrumentalist. Like different projects, I'll get to play different instruments, so that keeps it kind of fascinating. And like I could probably be better at any of the instruments if I just picked one, but. I've always just been, since I was a little kid, I'm just fascinated like stuff that makes sound or whatever. So it's like the ability to, to, to play different instruments and in different genres keeps it just interesting enough. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, Mandy, I'll play bass and I'll make suggestions or whatever. And mm. like, I'll, I'll write my parts or whatever. But like, yeah, uh, our songwriter, Missy, is quite good at writing songs. So it's like, great. Mm. I'm happy to write, but you got it. Uh, yeah. My band, Three Hours to Dover, uh, James Bischoff is the uh, lead singer and guitar player. So he, he was a little more recent to guitar. He, he ended up, we've been friends since the fourth grade, but he picked up the guitar really in the last couple of years. Nice. He has a wonderful voice. Uh, it's truly more emotive, and I'm biased as a friend, but I, 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 it's a more powerful voice than many voices I've ever heard, to be honest, because it's subtle but like you can really convey emotion well so it's yeah. like for that it's like james just write what you want and i'll arrange it and so that's fun because it's like i'll for shows i'll sing harmonies and like play guitar mm. but like um in the recordings like in the studio i just got to play piano and banjo and harmonica and ukulele and like mm. just and, and they limited me i wanted to add a lot more um yeah. but it's 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 like just those opportunities and then like with my own stuff it's just because it's you get to I, I feel like i played enough different instruments for long enough that it's like yeah i kind of understand the texture like i'm very into texture so mm -hmm. it's like i have an understanding of like oh if i want a nice warm sound i'll go with the ukulele or i'll go with the bazooki or like it's just like it, it's a fun challenge to be like what mm -hmm. can convey this mood or this feeling and then, and then other bands would just play guitar really loudly and jump around on stage. <laughs> nice. So. so there, there are some of the bands where you could just kind of sit back and they tell you, "Oh, hey, play this progression." Yeah. And then, hey, it's in G. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Cool. So you you can kind of just turn off any kind of creative input and just like let your raw natural talent just kind of shine. And yeah, yeah, that's. Right. And that's very fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, blessed to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I can only imagine if you had to be like 100% creatively, like putting input into like four or five different bands. And it's just like, wait, did I use this idea for this project already? Yeah. So <laughs> that, that would be intense. But Yeah, for sure. How's the uh, how's the show's been going over the last? Well, I mean, I guess I could say years since it's been about a year, but like just more recently this summer, how the show's been? Yeah, you know, I I, I thought of the pancan thing because um, the one I remember one of the questions was um, what is a venue you want to play this year, and mm -hmm. my answer was Johnny Grandes, and I actually yeah. just played that two Sundays ago uh, with Mandy. Nice. 
Um, nice. And so, yeah, that was really nice. Um, but the shows have been, they've been fantastic. Pretty much from like March till late July, I played out almost every day. And then since I've played a couple of really big shows and like, um, it's been like just a little more relaxed because people were traveling and it was nice to just like kind of get a breath. Um, but, um, the shows have been wonderful. I mean, they've been buried. The bills have been just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, where it's, I thought this would be the case uh, in the pandemic and I'm happy to, to report. I think it is the case, <laughs> but people had an opportunity to like kind of hone their craft. Mm -hmm. and sit with a lot of uncomfortable feelings and yeah. we've all been through a lot of collective trauma which just breeds good art so it's like i feel like really since like february march like as live music started to come back in this area it's just like everyone is mm -hmm. just there's great stuff coming out from so many people so played a lot of venues we played some wonderful basement shows we played some outdoor shows we played big venues in philly and like I, I play every Tuesday uh, with this jam session and uh, trend that's wonderful. And like, it's just, there's just so much good music going on right now that it's, it's making up for the last two years a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And especially with five bands, you're getting five times the joy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> five times the something. <laughs> <laughs> five times the headaches. <laughs> five know. times the everything. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, that's cool. Uh, I'm glad things are going well. Are you doing festivals as well, or is it all just like more traditional shows? More traditional shows. I mean, some interesting, like kind of bizarre shows, but um, mm. I've been starting to look into some festivals, but um, I feel like that'd be more next spring. Um, actually, I, I think I have a couple of festivals or more like regional festivals that uh, I'm really considering for Mandy. Um, but they, my stuff or like some of the other bands too could be pretty cool for that too. So, um, nice. Yeah. And, and you're pretty much just playing around the uh, Philly area or are you getting out and going outside of Pennsylvania at all? Yeah, so far the, uh, since music's come out, like mainly Philly area, but uh, I play, actually I play around New Jersey a fair bit. Um, and mainly in Trenton, but I, I, I played in uh, Audubon and like just a bunch of different spots. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, I played a show in New York, and so I've been thinking about that. I had some offers, but it's it's the type of thing where it's like if I'm gonna play a show in New York, I want to make sure that it can be like kind of an event because it's expensive mm -hmm. to get to New York, yeah. especially with a five piece. Yeah, so it's like I want to make sure that everyone at least has their tolls covered. <laughs> yeah five feet like i've never been to new york but i hear stories that the tolls are uh a bit intense probably at least 50 to 60 dollars to get there and back to like brooklyn or a lot of those spots oh well when, when you factor in gas too i guess but it's yeah it's it's pricey <laughs> yeah i imagine so um but yeah i don't want to keep you around too much longer uh outside of music what have you been up to what's kind of keeping you balanced outside of the musical world Outside in the musical world, um, been trying to get out into nature as much as possible. Um, got some uh, a, a really nice camping trip in and some kayaking over the summer. Only made it to the beach once this year, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, yeah. 
I'll I'll try to uh, the, the East Coast uh, September is probably like the best time down the shore because it's just so yeah. the water's so warm and all the mm. kids are back in school so it's fun. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, just uh, I've been doing like a lot of photography and stuff like that to kind of support the music, but looking into some other options as well. And uh, yeah, just really that the music has been kind of dominating my life to. Nice. A wonderful and also sometimes sad extent where it's like, oh man, <laughs> I have yeah. to put other things on hold sometimes. Um, hey, that's not the worst thing. That's what everybody sets out for is to make music their career, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. So, well, you know. I mean, unfortunately, you have to have five bands to do it, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure there's a situation where you hope that there could be like a one band, like this is what I got to focus on, but mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's, um, that's the second album. I'm telling you what. Yeah, nice. Uh, so for these other, real quick before we kind of wrap this up, for the other bands, we might have talked about this, but uh, like, what's the um, style differences? Is there like, is one band like a reggae band or? Uh, not at the moment. Um, okay. I played with the reggae band briefly a yeah. bit ago, but um, so far, well, I guess I should list them. My my bands yeah. are. Uh, Mandy Valentine is the country western band. That's a okay. five piece. Um, and Three Arts to Dover is my like friends band. We're kind of like indie folk rock, but just, okay. you know, just a band where everyone's been friends for a while, and it's just it's got that vibe. Yeah. Um, that uh, is a four piece. Uh, my solo group is a five piece, and mm-hmm. it's all that kind of stuff that's out there. Yeah. Um, and then I've been playing with a band called Over the Counter, um, which is somewhere between a four to an eight piece. Um, mm-hmm. And that I'm more of like a supplemental role. But mm-hmm. um, some of those guys play in my solo group as well. And then the other band is kind of like an alternate version of my solo group slash uh, the remainder of the Pool Boys. And that's awesome. like uh, psychedelic rock, four piece type stuff. Awesome. And I'm not going to ask you what band you prefer playing with because that would just be cruel. But yeah. off your album, Four Quartets, what's your favorite song to perform live? Ooh, favorite to perform live. Um, I've really been enjoying Stuck because um, that just moves a lot. That, that, that song, I don't know if you're a James Joyce fan at all, but it's all based on his uh, short story uh, collection, mm. Dubliners. Um mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of like uh, the the choruses. I guess you could say I'm paralyzed in dismay, and that's yeah. kind of a state that I unfortunately will get into sometimes uh, when I'm overwhelmed by stuff, where it's just like I just I can't do anything. But um, all the lyrics and all that was inspired by especially the dead, the last uh, thing. But it's just mm-hmm. like a driving Celtic tune, and I was like, especially being like a Kinks fan or like a Beatles fan, it's like I love songs that sound happy, but they're like super depressing lyrics or vice versa mm-hmm. um so yeah um gotcha. otherwise like of the album love song probably is my personal favorite but that is a monster that i don't know how to do it live yet because it's gotcha. it, a lot of a lot of parts in that <laughs> yeah i feel it um so if anybody wants to check out your music or uh, interact with you on socials or mm-hmm. catch any shows where's the best place to get that information um i'm on instagram at mm-hmm. j-a-y-k-p johnson 
um, Spotify. If you listen to that, uh, follow would be great. <laughs> um, but I'm on all the streaming services and, and Bandcamp. Um, if you're like me, you don't really have Spotify because they're just not good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Bandcamp I love. Uh, I'm on YouTube a little yes. tiny bit. But um, I do have a Facebook music page, but I'm not paying to promote there, so they don't show my stuff to anyone, so I just don't promote there. It's funny so. you brought that up because that's why I tagged your personal page. I could yeah. not find your music page. They just, would... they don't. Well, you, you might have noticed it. I mean, like, maybe 10 years ago, they just, yeah. it's like they incentivize people, kind of like TikTok now, which mm -hmm. I, I don't have a TikTok, but it's like they, they get you hooked or whatever. So you bring people to the platform by mm -hmm. spreading your content, and then they, like, close it off. So Facebook, yep. it's just like as soon as they know that they can milk you for money, it's like they're not going to show people your stuff. Yep, that is. Of a one-off political comment on a news article, God forbid, like every single person on that I've ever met will see it. But it's like yeah. I have a song to share. Yeah. It's, you know, it was interesting because like during the pandemic, I used to post on Facebook saying like, yo, we want to help spread your music, drop your links to your new music you know, whatever. And we'd get three, four, sometimes 500 people just kind of like, hey, here, you know, cool. Mm -hmm. And I just did it recently and we got 30 people. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, I, and I don't even push it that hard. It's like, I don't know, whatever, so. Well, they just, as anymore, they know if they can milk it for any money, they it's like, well, pay us and we'll show it to you. But it's like, no, I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's totally uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've done, I've paid Facebook a little bit before, but it never really ends up going anywhere. So, yeah, you know, it is. It what might it be is. a dying platform. I don't know. Nah, it, it's a, an evolving platform. It's evolving. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. I'm a, Precipitous change. Actually, I have to raise my water glass also to uh, uh, the UK, to Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Terribly sorry. Yep. Yeah. I, I was uh, working today. I was I work for a TV station, and I remember that came across that they were gathering the royal family. And I'm like, oh, no, what's about to happen here? Yeah. And it's, yeah. Luckily, just, it didn't domi dominate our, didn't completely decimate our our day yeah as far as like what we were trying to get accomplished but yeah well, it's just one of those things like our gorbachev uh dying as well it just feels like uh, all these titans of the last century you know all mm -hmm. these major figures are all of a sudden going out and i i had a kind of blue humor thought where it's like man if if, if there are still people in like 30 years <laughs> um, like I feel bad for the kids who have to study history and pass the 2020s test where it's like how do you keep all this straight it's, been so, yeah. it's like the longest Queen of England dies and which died first go over each other <laughs> you know? yeah it's gonna be it'll be an interesting like chapter of like hey keep all this straight in US history so yeah right but yeah. um but here yeah. we are yeah Living we're Yep. But uh really appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast chatting with you. Hopefully we'll have you back on here in the future. And, uh, you know, we'll just kind of 
keep things pushing. So I uh, really appreciate you, Jay. Uh, uh, hopefully one of these years we'll get up to Philadelphia. We still need to get to Boston. So, you know, maybe Philadelphia is on the, on the same trip, but who knows? Um, I'm not a Philly boy, but I'm a born and raised Red Sox fan. So Boston will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's a, uh, that that's where my sound engineer's from. And he keeps telling me, Oh, we got to go to Boston. And I'm like, Okay, when do we go? Because it's going to be a trip. Yeah. So, but don't go in the winter. Don't go in the winter, but don't go in July either because it's insanely hot. And then it's like, okay, so May? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, probably May. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Stanford. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, thanks so much for having me on here, Tom. It was great to be back. Hopefully, I can get on the the pan can. fundraiser this year because i definitely yep. believe in that cause too yep we're doing it again we're kind of building out the uh like we're we're reaching out to certain people we want to make sure that are on and we're just trying to kind of make the schedule and you know we're we're, we're getting there it's a bit of a process but i think you're on my list did I have I talked to you about it yet, or um, maybe a couple of weeks ago? Okay, I remember because <laughs> I I know you're on the list of people I need to talk to, but I don't remember if I actually have talked to you yet. Gotcha. So, but um, yeah, we're we're working it all out, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. We're not gonna do three days. I'm not gonna die this time, <laughs> and I I just remember. Like I don't want to extend this out much more, but I just remember doing day two, and my sinuses were so bad that in between, like the five minutes that I scheduled to like get up to go to the bathroom in between each podcast, I was like face down sleeping and just hoping that I wouldn't hear that little ding ding because somebody had joined the chat. And I could sleep for an extra 20 minutes. Like, it was the only day that I was just hoping people didn't show up. So. Good but, cause. Like, yeah. good on you, and thanks for doing that. But, yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, So, this year, it'll be different. We'll make it work, and it's going to be great. Um, and I'll, I'll reach out to you over the weekend about getting it set up. But we'll, we'll get it right. Uh, but, anyways, a little inside baseball for all the listeners out there. I uh, really appreciate y'all for sitting or uh, uh, sticking around and hanging out with us. Uh, Jay Johnson, once again, it's been a blast chatting with you, and we'll have you back on here in November uh, for the Pan Can fundraiser. Um, but, yeah, other than that, we will see you all. Hopefully I can get a Sunday podcast booked. I'm still having a little bit of trouble with this Sunday, but we'll get it right. And other than that, we will see you all on Sunday. Awesome. Thanks, Tom.